you're listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery. Get the knowledge you need to advance your mortgage practice quickly and efficiently from Jen Duplessis, America's Mortgage Mastery Mentor with over 37 years of experience and over $1 billion in lifetime fundings. Jen has been mentoring loan officers and realtors for over 15 years and speaking on stages across the globe. So settle in and get ready as Jen and her guests share their experience, passion, and strategies to help you crack the top producer code to reach new heights in your business. And now, here's your host, Jen Duplessis, Mortgage Mastery Mentor and Head Chicken Charge of Kinetic Spark Consulting. Hi, everybody. It's Jen Duplessis. Um, welcome back. And if you're brand new, thank you so much for joining me. I welcome you to our community. Uh, today, I want to talk to you about a couple things, you know, most importantly, because it is we are approaching the end of the first quarter of the year. And this is a perfect time for you to be assessing where you are in your path this year for your business and your success. Um, so let's start with, I hope that each of you already has a business plan in place. And if you don't, um, gosh dang it, <laughs> give me a call. Let's get you perhaps signed up to do some short-term coaching so we can get a business plan in place for you so that you know exactly what you're up to this year. If you already have one, that's great. Um, it's a great time for us to start assessing whether or not we are starting to veer off the path that we put together at the first of the year. You know, sometimes what happens is that, um, or oftentimes, I guess what happens is people put business plans together and then they put them on a shelf or they stored them someplace on their computer that they swore they would remember where it's at, but can't find it. The key thing is you should be looking at your business plan literally every single day, not sometimes once a week, etc. every single day. I've told the story before about rumble strips, you know, on the highway when you're driving and you um, aren't paying close attention and you kind of veer off a little bit and the rumble strips uh, on your tires start going and they get you back on track and you go, oh gosh, I better get back on track. So the same thing holds true with um, reviewing, analyzing and tracking. Let me rephrase that. Tracking, reviewing and analyzing your uh, business plan on a consistent basis. Now, ideally, you want to be managing this daily because we always talk about, um, you know, consistency. And in fact, uh, you know, one of the things that I talk about when I'm speaking all over the country and now all over the world is this umbrella of consistency. And that um, if your goal is to have 15 referrals a week, and you get them all on Friday, you are not being consistent. You may be hitting your numbers, but you aren't hitting your consistency numbers and the tracking of trying to get, let's say, for example, three referrals a day and really doing the activities that breed that three referrals a day. And then if you get 15 on Friday, you are way ahead of the game. Making sense? So, um, the end of the first quarter is a great time to start analyzing this. And I uh, want to share a story with you here in just a few moments about how um, powerful this tracking and analyzing and then redirecting is. And so we're not scrapping our business plan. We're re just redirecting our plan. So if you think of a football team or any team really, 
they come into a game with a defined plan. At halftime, they don't scrap the plan. They're tweaking the plan so that they can get to the ultimate goal that they're seeking. And that, of course, winning in the game. So it's the same with us. If you have a solid business plan, this is an opportunity for you to start looking at it and tweaking it based on the review of the tracking systems that you have in place. So, um, you know, there's a there's a um, acronym called CANI or CANI, C-A-N-I, and it stands for um, constant and never-ending improvement. Constant and never-ending improvement. So I want to make sure that that's exactly what you're doing on a daily basis is constantly improving, analyzing, looking at um, what you did today, your activities. Did they breed the results, the results that you wanted to have? And, you know, it's a difference between really being stale or reinventing yourself every day. And again, these are little tweaks. These aren't big things. These are just small adjustments that you start looking at through the tracking that say, you know what, my activities are focused in this direction, but I'm getting results from another direction and you need to look why. And if you are getting results from the activities you're doing, maybe you want to do more of those activities. So I wanted to make sure that we talk about that today. So let me give you this, um, well, there's a couple action plans, but I'll talk about those in a minute. Let me tell you about the story. So I had a client, and by the way, this wasn't even January, February, March, the first quarter of 2019. This was just in the last two months of, the um, first two months of the quarter, but only two months, and the story it tells. So what we were doing, we were looking at um, tracking of closed sales, and Unfortunately, she's not tracking her referrals the way that I'd like her to be, but we're, we're still working on that. So what we're doing is we're looking at tracking our um, results, this particular one, rather than the activities. So I'm going to use the example of a mortgage lender because that's what she is. I coach other than mortgage lenders and realtors, um, but this is what she was doing. So in that very quick analysis of February and January, very quickly what we were able to see is that the average loan amount that she had for the year when she set out her business plan was turning out to be lower than her expectation. So if you're in a business that isn't mortgage or real estate, it's your average sale. You know, is your average sale on track for what you said it was going to be for the year? And so that was going to change the number of referrals that she needed on a weekly basis by one more referral. And I know that sounds like a little bit, but if you start drifting off and, not, and kind of run over those rumble strips and start going into the ditches, that one more referral a week, given anybody's conversion ratio, could really significantly impact your results at the end of the year. And we don't want to discover that at the end of the year. We want to discover it as quickly as possible. So number one, her um, her average uh, widget, I'll call it, was lower than what she expected. So that changed the fact that she needed one more referral a week, which then changed what we were going to do from a marketing perspective. So that's number one. Number two is that obviously she was lower, had lower numbers than what she had actually expected, lower sales per month than what she expected. So now we're aware of that. And so that means that for the third or the second quarter or the fourth month, 
we need to ramp up the activities that are working so that she can catch up. So that's number two. Number three is all of her sales, all but two of her sales were uh, purchase transactions. And in the mortgage space, that's good news. Except what's bad about that is that she only had two refinance transactions. So if you're not a mortgage lender or realtor and you're um, listening to this, the question for you, it might be that all of your referrals came from uh, fixing pipes if you're a plumber or all your referrals came I'm sorry, you're not your referrals, but your a closed business came from uh, transitioning a 401k if you're a financial planner. The question then becomes, what about the other revenues streams? Are you even focusing on them? What about life insurance? What about long-term and short-term care? What about budgeting? What about combining assets for a client, clients that just got married? And under the case of the plumber, it's, yeah, I fixed the plumbing, but my intent for the year was to put people on a maintenance program. My intent was to um, exchange piping for someone um, so they didn't have copper piping and now I had a different type of piping. And if that was your focus, but all of the results are someplace else, and you have to wonder, you know, we have to wonder, how do we make that adjustment? You know, why am I getting so much business from this place versus that avenue if I'm focusing on that avenue? Now, if you're not focusing on it, it's pretty obvious. In her case, she isn't focusing on the past client relationship. She's not nurturing her database. She's neglecting her database. And that's why she is missing out on so many more opportunities for refinances. So while doing purchases is really good in the mortgage spaces space. She was also missing opportunities as well because we saw that. So that's the third thing. The fourth thing was that, um, the type of loan that she was doing are, were all conventional except for two, which were both veterans loans, VA loans. The thing about this is that her niche is being a VA lender. And yet she only had two closings two sales from that arena. So the first question is, are you focus, focusing enough attention in that arena as your niche or are you and not getting the results? And we have to look at that. Or are you not focusing and we need to redirect and start focusing in that arena so that we could amplify and multiply the number of sales that you're getting every single month? The last one was that when we looked at where the referrals were coming from, they were coming from, uh, there was not a single uh, sale that closed that had a duplicate referral source. So I'll let that sink for a second. So every single sale she had was from a different referral source or re different place, a past client, a realtor from a networking event from Zillow. And so she didn't have one area that was providing her with the foundation that she needs to know that every single month she's going to have a certain amount of business. So it doesn't matter what your business in it is, if you're going to be receiving income and sales from a, a variety of avenues, you also need to get referrals from that variety of avenues. So that told me that a lot of things. There's a lot of things there. First, um, why doesn't she have repeat business? Is the quality of her service or her client experience not good enough that she doesn't get repeat business from these people? Um, 
are these the wrong people? Maybe they're not capable of giving more business. Maybe they only do one or two of these types of things per year. And so you have to think about whether or not you have the right relationships as well. So there's a lot of work. And I know that's a bad word, huh? But see, one of the things that I realized is that it's so easy to succeed in business and in life because most people don't do anything to try to exceed. They talk about it, but they don't do anything. So that's why it's so easy to succeed. So if you're just consistent and really focus in on what matters and what's most important, there's no way you can't succeed, right? So the work that's associated with this tells a lot. It's it's a big detective thing. It tells a big story, you know, just in two months worth of closed sale activity that said, what is the activity? Where did it come from? What was the price point? That very quickly we start making adjustments. We start coming off that rumble strip and say, I'm going to stay, if I'm going to stay on track, I need to make some tweaks. And if you're not tracking and if you're not analyzing and you're not making these tweaks to it, you're going to veer off the road all year long and you're not going to reach the goals that you're looking for. So really, really critical about this tracking. And I know people can't stand it, but really, if you look at it as a constant and never ending improvement that you're doing for yourself every single day, not once a week, not once a month, not at the end of the year for your manager, for, you know, for tax purposes, but every single day you're looking at these constant and never ending improvements, this canny program so that you don't become stale. Instead, you reinvent yourself on a regular basis. So I wanted to make sure that I got this out at this time of the year for you. So now here's an action item for you. My recommendation for you can, you know, for you to consider is at the end of March for you to print your entire database sorted by the category that the referral partner is to you and that includes your clients because clients can be referral partners too so that you know where to focus your time and energy. The second thing is to go back through your tracking. How many people did you meet? How many people did you talk to? And what was your conversion ratio? Is it the quality of your sale, your sales skills that makes your conversion ratio low? Or is it the quality of the referral that you're getting? And then that, of course, goes, leads into is the referral partner the quality that you're looking for? Or do they have a misunderstanding about what you need? And this will create all kinds of activities for you to go back to them and say, you know, I want to meet with you again. I really appreciate the referral. I want to make sure that I was clear on what I'm looking for in a client and what I'm looking for, you know, in the type of business that I do. And here are my niches. And this is specifically what I'm looking for. So it's a great time for you to do this. Please don't wait until June. And for God's sakes, please don't wait till next year and say, gosh, you know, I, I just hit my mark or missed my mark. So I look forward to hearing your comments. I look forward to hearing um, responses from you. And again, you know, if you are interested in having a strategy session with me, please, please text the word strategy to 66866 and get a time set up and we will do a discovery meeting and figure out where are your challenges, where are your problems and what does it look like to get to the other side, to get the results you want and how does that feel to have those types of results you want because I promise you I can get you fast, fast results in a very, very short period of time, right? 
just by making a few little tweaks that you're not doing right now. You could do this on your own and you already know you need to do it, but you haven't done it. So therefore you need someone to help you through this through accountability. So I look forward to talking to you. I hope this was helpful. Please take the action. You know, I've mentioned before, uh, if you're going to listen to my podcast, I don't care about everybody else's right now, but if you're listening to my podcast, carve out 10 or 15 minutes behind listening to this so that you can take action on what you're learning to really, really make a difference in your business and your practice and really have that lifestyle business that you're seeking. So I look forward to talking to you on the next podcast. Take care. Thanks for listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery. Be sure to subscribe to hear more sales tips, ideas, strategies, and tactics to help you with your personal and professional growth to multiply your results in record time. And if you like what we're doing, don't forget to give us a rating and review so we can continue to bring you the best content possible. Wanting more beyond the podcast? Join our Mortgage Lending Mastery membership community where you will find extended interviews with our favorite guests, weekly training, tips, and insider secrets fireside chats with Jen, free content, meet, share, and collaborate with other members, and so much more. Click the link in the show notes to learn more about this exclusive content. Mortgage Lending Mastery is an industry syndicate charter podcast. Industry Syndicate is the first podcast network specifically for the mortgage and real estate industries. Get the Industry Syndicate app in the App Store or Google Play today.